Hello everyone and thank you for joining me on Culture Flow, the podcast where we discuss how culture moves through us and informs how we move through the world. My name is Laurentine Amaliza. I am an intercultural specialist and personal development enthusiast and I'm here to help you become a great global citizen. On this episode of Culture Flow, we are talking about individualism versus collectivism. So this is one of the dimensions that allows us to explore and better understand national cultures. So let's just dive into what the characteristics of these cultural dimensions are, beginning with individualist cultures. So on this end of the spectrum, societies tend to promote individual rights and needs personal autonomy and independence, as well as privacy and self-realization. In other words, these cultures are all about the I, me. Typical examples of these cultures include North America, Australia, and most Western European countries. On the other hand, collectivist societies emphasize loyalty and caring for each other within a group. They believe in less personal privacy as well as in interdependency. They define personal identity through the individual's role within the group and emphasize concern about the needs of others. In other words, these cultures value the we above the I, we, us, above the I, me. So typically, a lot, a lot of Asian, Latin American, and African cultures are considered to be collectivist cultures. A lot of us have come to know the Ubuntu spirit through Nelson Mandela, which is an example of this collectivist culture that we can find in a lot of countries in Africa. So this Ubuntu spirit has often been summarized as I am because we are. So it does highlight this interdependency between the I, the individual, and the we, the group, the collective. There are a lot of different variations of this word and of the concept that comes with it that we can find in a lot of the other Bantu cultures in Africa. So as I often say on this show, just as much as other dimensions of cultures, individualism and collectivism is a dimension that, that presents as a spectrum as well. And so countries can fall on any part of it. Also, as an individual, You can come from a collectivist culture and embrace mostly individualistic traits and vice versa. So just a gentle reminder to all of you listening and to be honest to myself as well, if I'm being really, really honest, the goal in interculturality is not to assign value to other cultural traits but to be able to recognize and understand them in order to create successful interactions between us and people of different who have different cultures than ours. 
So when we're looking at globalization, which has exponentially increased the travel of people, goods, information, and data, we may also recognize that values can be transported and they can influence how cultures will evolve. So while the West attempts to bring in more collectivist views through means such, such as New Age spirituality, for instance, capitalism, which is a pure creation of the West, continues to make, make its way through Asia and Africa and carries with it a, a more indi individualistic views and traits. So there is no telling how this will make the cultures evolve in the years to come. We are still looking at it. Either way, it's important for us to be able to have a level of flexibility as we interact with people of different culture, cultural backgrounds and different views, especially when it comes to individualism versus collectivism. This dimension in, is one that tends to be very polarizing and it has also served as the foundation for many societies, contemporary societies. I myself must admit that I have some sort of a preference. I could even go as far as to say a bias towards collectivist collectivism. Uh, this is mostly due to my Rwandan descent, so my cultural background. However, having lived in the West much longer, um, I have been influenced by individualism on many levels. I have to say that after a lot of um, reflecting and introspection, I did find a way uh, to make peace with this um, sort of ambivalence within myself. And that came with me being able to be critical of each of these different ends of the spectrum. Indeed, I truly believe that both parts of this dichotomy offer, offer upsides and downsides, of course. Um, but when it comes to the upsides, I have come to make choices, um, very intentional choices on which I, I want to adapt, adopt as well as how it helps me adapt to where I am in the moment. So let me just give you an example to illustrate this for you. So as I say a lot on my podcast, I am a personal development enthusiast. I love personal de development and it has really helped me uncover a lot of my individual potential and also letting me discover who I am as an individual outside of being a daughter and a sister. So that would be the collectivist part of me. At the same time, that collectivist part of myself has reminded me to use what I have learned through personal development in order to empower, to go back to my community and empower it. So that would be, yeah, the, the way that I've chosen 
to handle having both within me, both ends of the spectrum within me. So I would say that I probably have an ideal that goes towards collectivism and actions that try to be in between. So what about you? Which part of the spectrum do you feel you fall on? Are you more of a I kind of person? Are you a we kind of person? Or do you find yourself somewhere in between? So please share to continue the conversation on the Instagram page at Hello Culture Flow or join the Facebook group Culture Flow. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Culture Flow. In the meantime, stay safe and stay sane.